Hello, everyone. I'm joined by my guests, my very special uh, co-hosts today, uh, Maria and Natasha. And today we're joined by a very special guest, Dr. Kim Finn. She is a lecturer of the Rehabilitation Services and Counseling at UTRGV and now the coordinator for the Expressive Arts Program. So I just want to start off the podcast by uh, simply asking, what is Expressive Arts and why is it important to students? Uh, the Expressive Arts is um, a kind of multidisciplinary sort of approach. It's, it's just a variety of different art forms like dance, music, movement, the visual arts, photography, drawing, anything that you could possibly think of. What we do is it's a way of expressing oneself, of course, utilized for healthcare services and, and for feeling better mentally and physically, spiritually, physically, just all around feeling better. We really talk a lot about how we might be able to utilize the expressive arts, not only in the mental health field, but maybe education, anywhere where somebody might be interacting with somebody else and would find that it could be beneficial. Plus in the expressive arts program, we also do a lot of self-reflecting and talk about how we ourselves are personally growing through the artwork. So the key with expressive arts and what makes it different than just one of the arts is we are not so much worried about technique or the product, the end product. You know, when you're, you're making a painting, you want to make sure the form is right and, and how the end looks like and how it's presented. That's, that's really important for us in this field. We're concerned more about the process of it, you know, how one feels and thinks and grows while they're going through creating this art. Um, I'm reading right now on the um, like the page for the program, and uh, I got caught off by such like a beautiful um, section that says expressive arts can strengthen and enhance traditional talk therapy by acknowledging that each person's progress of gaining insight is uh, unique. So overall, this course seems extremely beneficial for students from all walks of life, basically all different kinds of majors. Um, this course just seems like it's open for anyone that's willing to express themselves. Yes, I think so. I, I hope so. You know, we have graduate students in counseling programs who've taken the undergrad courts as a, courses as an elective because they wanted more information about it. And while on the undergraduate level, um, we don't prepare you to become a counselor. You can't, you gotta be a master's level clinician. We have case managers um, or future case managers, future teachers, future even probation officers, future um, OTs um, who, can see how perhaps incorporating this into their work can be really helpful, but they're also doing it. I think they're getting the benefit of working on themselves. What I really love about utilizing the expressive arts and therapy and mental health services is that it's hard enough to walk into a counselor's office and be expected to just talk about some really deep personal things. You're vulnerable in there. You don't know who I am. You don't know if I'm going to judge you, what I think. And, and there's secrets that people bring into counseling, things that they, they hesitate sharing with their best friend or their mother. Sometimes the words don't quite come out. And maybe you also have clients who don't have the words available to them. And I think the arts is a wonderful way of allowing them to maybe more comfortably and, and, and maybe even more expressively 
to share what it, what they're going through and what's on their mind. And sometimes maybe they don't even know, they just know they don't feel good. And um, the arts can also help them unearth within the, the subconscious, within their minds, what might be triggering all of these things. So I, I just love it. It's a very dynamic um, way of incorporating something into to health services. Sounds really fun. I wish I would have like known about it. I think like you had mentioned earlier, there's a misconception that like everything with art in it has to do with like, oh, you're an artist. But yeah. arts, like if I had known about it like two years ago, I would have <laughs> made it my minor. Well, you know what you're doing right now with taking maybe the workshops, um, signing up for the workshops that the Capstones class is doing is you're still learning what what mm -hmm. what this is all about. And, um, you, you know, we, I do periodically and my colleagues periodically do workshops in the community, too. Oftentimes it's either free or it's free for students. And so you're so mm -hmm. welcome to always join in and and learn about that and, and to, to get a greater sense of, of how you might be able to incorporate the arts into it. I think it's fun. I, I love working with arts with my clients and even with students. I, I think it's um, an extra tool that we have available to us for our own personal growth and healing. And, you know, oftentimes too, when people hear art, they think at, at least in our fields, oh, how scientific is that? Or it just feels like fluff, you know, but the expressive arts, there is a lot of evidence that is available in the scientific literature that shows how effective it can be for a variety of different issues, like with Alzheimer's, dementia, Parkinson's disease, as well as with depression, trauma, and anxiety disorders, grief. So there, there really has been a lot of scientific research to give evidence for using these techniques. And we are using techniques that are based in counseling theories, established counseling theories. So it's not like we're just picking something and then doing. And I love what you also mentioned too, that you don't have to be talented in order to do it. I tell everybody, I have no talent. I just try real hard <laughs> and um, I, I encourage sometimes clients to do this in spite of them saying, oh, I, I can't draw or I can't, I, I can't do any of that stuff. I, I was like, yeah, you can. Who's putting these blocks into you? Doesn't have to, to look perfect. And frankly, if I have an artist as a client, and I will not use or I will really hesitate, really hesitate using that art form that they're really good at in sessions because I'm, I'm a little concerned that they're gonna be so focused on the form and the, how it ends up looking and making sure that it's perfect rather than just going through making it. It's interesting to me and, and, and I'm glad that it interests you too. I, I hope you can join us for more. I think you had mentioned that the next one is gonna to be towards the end of this month. Um, March 30th. Yes, March 30th. Um, that one is going to be at five o'clock and it, it'll be interesting. It's also looking at goals, but also strengths, um, inner strengths and also um, interpersonal and intrapersonal strengths that an individual might have towards their goals. It, it will be on the 
spider web. So we're going to be doing a spider web activity. Some people have been asking to paint. You're welcome to bring watercolors to paint. If not, then you can utilize markers, crayons, whatever it is that, that you would like to use. What we really try to do with our online workshops is to use materials that are readily available at home or very low cost the expressive arts minor um, for at least 2019 consisted of around like six courses. Is that expected to grow and um, become larger? Well, for the minor program, that's going to stay the same. What we're really expecting it to do is to expand our course, um, the number of offerings that we have per semester and to, to be able to offer it at least some of the intro courses in the summer semesters as well, because currently we're offering the classes in the fall and the spring semester. So for the minor, we don't need more courses that somebody would be required to take. What we are looking at expanding is for the graduate programs, we are looking at a expressive arts graduate certificate. So somebody might be able to take that um, if they're a counselor and they would like much more information about how to apply the expressive arts into the mental health work. So that hopefully we will be seeing soon. Mm -hmm. Is that minor, is it common with students that are already in like the rehabilitation and social sciences kind of sector? It's interesting, actually, we really geared this not just for um, those in rehab, uh, rehabilitative services and social work. Um, but we were hoping also for education majors, which we've got. We were also um, have really been uh, getting a lot of students in the arts programs too. those who are going into the variety of different arts. So not just visual art students, but we've had theater students, dance, music students. What um, I find is many of them would like to perhaps teach, they would like to know a little bit more about how their preferred art form um, and others would be able to help additional people beyond themselves too and, and learn a little bit more about utilizing art. We've also interestingly have had students take our classes who have even been business majors, definitely psychology majors too, which makes perfect sense. Um, then there's some other students where it may not make a whole lot of sense, but I think actually when you think about it, it's it's perfect. You know, we've got criminal justice students, those who are going into probations. It's a human service field too, and they still have to talk with folks and work with them. Um, e even if you're going into uh, one of the business fields or one of the sciences fields, I think the arts is a great balance to so much. And plus many people work with human resources. And when you manage folks and you lead them, you lead people, not just numbers. And I think it's very, very important that that great leaders and great managers are able to, to see that. And I, I, I do think the art is a great balance again for it. So we've got a wide, diverse student population um, that ends up coming into our minor program and our classes. And, and I really do welcome that. I think that's great. And, and the differences in the student population, I think, just adds to the quality of the class. You know, when you're, in, you're interacting with students from a wide background, that is, that's cool to, to hear different opinions and, and so forth, considering their major classes that they have. 
uh, when I first heard about it, um, the first thing that does come to my mind is like the arts, the painting and drawing. And that's something that I used to love when I was a child. I never knew that I could incorporate it into my major. I always thought that I would have to go into uh, a major that had to do with the arts, uh, whether it was drawing, photography, or just painting. Uh, and something that really got me into it is the fact that of the different modalities of whether it's music or drama or arts or writing, that really got my attention, you know, because I mean, I am used to like hearing music and like it makes it gives me comfort, but it's like, oh, like I'm not good like at doing instruments and like within the classes that I've taken the foundations like you know, you're creating, one of them was the drums, like you're creating and like that process itself, it's, it's really reflective and yeah. it's something new, you know, it's like, I don't have to be good at this, but like it's the process of it and like it encourages me and it gives me inspiration and like trying these new things as well. You know, drama, I don't, I'm a shy person. I don't like to act in front of people, but it gives me that freedom to do it, you know, like throughout the classes, usually that part is done like more towards the end when like you've gained confidence with the class so you feel more liberated to do it and like to express yourself more freely and yeah like that's something that I have seen throughout the courses and I, I really really have loved it. So oh, thank you Maria I'm so glad that you're part of the program too and, and like you said you just feel good mm -hmm. doing some of these things you don't you don't know how to you don't know the first thing about how to play drums you, you don't need to you know you don't need to know how to play any of the instruments really it's all a part about creating something that's coming from within you it doesn't have to make sense it doesn't have to sound good it just has to come from you and it's such a release i think to be able to create something it's just really eye-opening if you really think about it you know like the fact that you can use these things like whether like if it, it, it's something that gives you comfort you can use it, you can utilize it and help you with like, if you're dealing with something, a trauma or um, what's going on. And again, part of it of taking different classes each semester, I mean, some of the activities may repeat, but you're dealing with something different each semester and you, you reflect on that through that semester. So I've been loving this course. I'm so glad to hear that. I, I'm really glad to hear that. As a psychology minor, I definitely want to maybe take one of these courses just to finish off my degree plan, just because it honestly, even for me, feels like this course would be, um, it would fit like the psychology like area, like understanding, um, I guess, how to express yourself and how to, I'm looking, I'm like continually um, taken back by the whole idea that the course is all like about getting your vulnerable side uh, more confident and becoming like more comfortable with yourself. And I think that's beautiful, especially if you're in like the school of business or you're in like a very, I don't know, marketing-esque kind of my major where you feel like a lot of times you need to stay strong and kind of, yes. you know, hide that, you know, mm -hmm. sadness or like that, those powerful emotions that you're like trying to just put aside. And these, all these courses just seem um, beautiful in the sense that I want first year students and incoming students at UTRG to learn about um, these kinds of courses and know that um, they exist. 
I am so glad, you, you know, and, and please do you or anybody else who is interested, you do not have to declare the minor in order to be able to take the courses. Intro to Expressive Arts is um, uh, often online asynchronous, and you can also take a, the 3300 course, the Expressive Arts, believe it's Expressive Arts Counseling course as well, the next one, and either one of those would give you a great introduction, I think, to the Expressive Arts. How our courses in the, the minor program are structured, except for the capstone, really, um, all of the courses are structured where it's basically half lecture, half, half of the course information, and the other half is experiential activities. So it, it sort of alternates that way. We talk, a, we talk a bit, you learn a bit, and then we do it. And then we talk some more, <laughs> and then you do it. Because I want y'all to experience what it is that we're discussing. You know, anytime we're discussing a theory or we're discussing these techniques and, and how to implement a, a certain art form into whatever, I want you all to be able to get an example of that so you can feel it yourself. Like, what is it like for you to help other people? What would they have to go through with that? And at the same time, I think it's so important that if you're working on possibly even helping others in the future, it's important for you to self-reflect yourself. You know? And I think it's a great opportunity, not just for personal growth, but um, uh, and to challenge yourself on some things, but to see how maybe individuals you might be reaching out to would be experiencing some of these sorts of activities too. I think it would be interesting to experience. So uh, in the capstone class, that's the very last class, I said that one's a little bit different. What we're trying to do is to take all the information that they've got in the other classes and tie it all together to real world experience of implementing expressive arts activities, not to provide counseling because you can't do the counseling, but to implement these activities. So Usually we like to, to go out into the community and maybe go to say a nursing home or to do something on campus or to work with veterans. And we still love doing those sorts of things, but because of the pandemic, we've had to alter it a little bit, which I think is kind of a blessing in disguise actually, because it presents a very unique medium for the capstone students to be able to reach a wider audience and to be very creative and how then to utilize an art activity in such a format where everybody is so far away in their own homes. And I, I absolutely love it. I, I think it's awesome. And I love seeing what um, the students have proposed to, to do and then how they've actually gone about to to do these activities. This is a second semester that we are doing a, a virtual expressive arts capstone format. I, I think we got, the, all the students got very positive feedback last semester. This semester, they're getting really positive feedback too. And for me, seeing them from the first semester moving forward, I think it's just wonderful to see them grow, not just as individuals, but as professionals and, and, and with confidence that they're going in front of a group of people they don't know, many of them they don't know, putting themselves out there and leading some really cool activities. I, I think that, that's awesome for me personally to be able to see. And I learned so much from each of the students when they're doing it as well. And Maria, you've been doing a fabulous job too. 
Thank you. No, yeah, I've, I've learned so much. And it's again, it's not just the hands on experience. It's the fact that like we're learning about the theories, like we're learning where it's coming from and understanding how it works and why it works so well. Um, I think that's an aspect, you know, like you think like, oh, like it's just lecture, like, no, like it, it's a very interesting concept to understand how it came and like learning that it even started a long time ago, like it's not something new. It hasn't been something new, like it's been something like been going on over the years, but now it has yes. a name, it's been growing. And again, something that I learned in one of my classes was that, you know, um, and I did, I, would, I wouldn't have known how to connect this, but like for Alzheimer's, like in the United Kingdom, they are currently, doctors are prescribing dance, you know, for people with Alzheimer's and like it's understanding why it's effective and why it helps yeah. them for a better living, you know? And like, it just opens up your mind for so many things like so many possibilities. And as you mentioned how in the capstone right now, we're doing it virtually. And I do agree, it's a blessing in disguise because you know, you could be here in the United States and in your profession, like you're growing, you could have a colleague that is on the other side of the world, but you've, you have practiced and you've prepared and you could do workshops through Zoom online if you can't meet in person. And I think it, it's an excellent practice as well. I totally agree. Totally agree. Thank you. Honestly, I think just the whole like minor is very inspiring. Just hearing you guys talk about it and like the passion that both of you guys have for it is very like encouraging. Like I want all the students to join this minor now. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I love this program. I really do. This was really a collaboration from several departments. Like right now rehab is overseeing it, but it really has been a collaboration with the School of Art and um, with talks with social work as well. It's just, um, I was so excited to see this, you know, as me as a mental health clinician, uh, you know, aside from the work that I do on campus, um, I've long loved incorporating the arts and to be able to, to help folks see what I see. I, I just think, I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> and, and so I've had a ton of fun. This, this is a job, but it don't feel like it. It's like teaching the classes have been immensely enjoyable for me. And I really hope that that does shine through with students that they can get passionate about going outside of the box, being creative and, in the work that they do, and also being inspired to help other people. Like no matter what field that you're in, um, even if it's not in the helping professions or human services, you can help people in so many different ways. And I, I hope it's not just, you know, strictly about art and healthcare and so forth, but just overall feeling well personally and also spreading some of that uh, outside of yourself. So a new student is sold on the course, but they just want to learn a little bit more about certain technicalities that they need or um, anything else, uh, who would students be able to contact to learn more information and take that final step and go into the courses? 
Well, we do have um, the website that they can start with. Uh, I, I know I am going to expand the website a little bit to give a little bit more information, um, but that can be a start. And I'm always happy to talk with students if they want more information. So my contact information is on that, the expressive UTRGV. I think you just type in UTRGV slash expressive arts, kim.fin01 at utrgv.edu and just send me a quick email. I am always happy to chat, maybe either via Zoom or however however we need to chat by phone. Because um, right now I'm not on campus. I don't think anybody, well, some people are, but <laughs> I'm not quite on campus just yet. But um, I'm, I'm as accommodating as, as possible with working with the schedules and answering those questions. I can also answer very quick questions via email too and um, talk students through about the program itself and how they might benefit from the program. Fantastic. We'll make sure, like we do with all of our um, guests on the podcast, we'll make sure to link all the contact information and the website um, in our descriptions. And moving forward, we will um, try our best to let uh, first year students and all students surrounding UTRGV know the importance and um, the possibilities that they can unlock with a course like this. So once again, Great. thank you so much for joining us today. Thank this you so much, guys. You have such a busy schedule. We feel so honored to be able to have you on. Um, but once again, thank you again, Dr. Kim Finn, uh, lecturer of rehabilitation services and counseling and coordinator at uh, of the Expressive Arts Program at UTRG. We, we appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It was totally my pleasure.